0: Welcome. This is Perspective for Parents. My name is Nick Thompson, and this is a podcast for parents of adolescents. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen. Welcome to part four of this series on why and how to create a sacred study space. If you haven't already, you might find it helpful to listen to parts one through three. Just a suggestion, not a demand. Okay. So part four is on the R of sacred. The R stands for rituals. Okay. So what do I mean by rituals? Let's define it. Taking a look at Merriam Webster, ritual is a noun with definitions being, the established form for a ceremony, a ceremonial act or action, and finally, an act or series of acts regularly repeated in a set, precise manner. That last one, that last definition, is really what I'm talking about when I'm talking about rituals. An act or series of acts regularly repeated in a set, Precise manner. We need, our young people need, these rituals to cue the brain when starting school or taking breaks during school, and definitely when ending the school day. Regular, on site school was filled with rituals. It was. Think about it. Maybe your child took a specific vehicle that was a specific color. Known as a school bus, driven by a specific person who would arrive at your home at a specific time. And your child got on the bus and sat in a specific seat, the same seat, then went into the same school through the same door, headed to their individual locker, went to the bathroom. You know, that particular bathroom that didn't reek of, of flavored vape smoke. Actually, I think the, uh, the vape companies were required. To, uh, to get rid of those, those fruity flavors. I digress. Maybe then they entered the specific classroom for first period. Sat in a specific desk and on and on. You get the point. There were, there were bells. Bells were ringing and dinging. There was precise pathways taken through hallways. The school day was filled with rituals. One of the main reasons why school works for so many is because of the series of acts that are regularly repeated in a set and precise manner, aka the rituals of school. So, if your kid is doing remote learning, it's going to be hugely important to create new rituals. To talk about this, Let's, let's remember those five cues we were talking about in part one of this series. One of them was, what did you just finish? The mind loves structure in the form of sequences. The brain and body need the structure from these rituals so that we can access all those executive functioning skills parents and school staff are always talking about. So what are some of the main rituals I'm referring to? For starters, morning rituals. So this is that morning routine that is done before the start of school. Then there's the rituals that occur in between class periods. Also, there are the end of the school day rituals. And finally, studying rituals. Okay, so let's look at that first one. Morning rituals. Morning rituals should always include a consistent wake time, a hygiene routine, and breakfast. I believe strongly that those three are mandatory. In addition to those three, if your child's open to it, throwing in some early morning sunshine, a little pace breathing, exercise, mindfulness practice, can also be fantastic additional rituals to add to the morning routine. And I'm telling you, it doesn't take that long to do some of those things or all of those things. And they're so helpful to get our youth into the desired mood and momentum needed for school. Little side note on that I'll be releasing an episode soon on a morning routine that I've been sharing with youth that most seem to like or are open to. Okay, but whatever the selected rituals are in the morning, Make sure they're done at the same time and the same sequence every time, every day. That sequence is so important. I promise you. The reason people brush their teeth and do so many of the other non-exciting activities of life is because they are part of a sequence. A sequence that we do over and over and over and over again until it becomes automatic. Okay, so the next category of rituals. In between class rituals, our students need to be doing some movement rituals. Maybe some stretching. Maybe a lab around the house. Maybe some push-ups, pull-ups. Yeah, pull-ups. Boy, do I love pull-ups. Pull-ups are such a great movement break. I'm staring at my pull-up bar right now in my office. I love that thing. I use it all the time. Not sure if it's of, of any interest, but in between every appointment, I do a little bit of stretching, and then some form of pull-up or chin-up. Pull-ups are palms away from you; chin-ups are palms towards you. If if you were curious. Okay, you might be thinking, "Well, my kid can't do a pull-up." What I'd say to that? Well, when I got my pull-up bar, I couldn't do a proper pull-up either. That's why I got the pull-up bar. Man, I'm I'm really getting into these uh, uh, talking about these pull-ups, and again. Spending more of your money. But I I got an idea. How about about this? Let's do this. Yeah. Feeling good? Feeling positive? Generous? If any parent listening to this has a child that is open to doing pull-ups before or in between classes, yeah, here's the deal. If you email me, I will buy the pull-up bar. And send it your way. Yeah, I see how this goes. Honor system. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to enjoy writing the little thing in the show notes about. If you'd like a pull-up bar, please email me at. that. So that'll be in the show notes. Now, as, I, as I'm processing uh, this, I want to be clear to manage expectations a bit. If anyone is, is interested. And I hope some of you are. I'll be buying like the, the old school basic pull-up bar. You know, the one that's, uh, maybe you don't know, the one that's uh, adjustable and goes in a doorway, sort of looks like a, a, a silver shower curtain rod. I'll be getting that one. Now, I've, I had that one for many years. It was solid, did a great job. And the, and the only reason I got rid of it was because I'm, I'm really tall and I had to duck every time I went through that specific door. So yeah. Fun times. Email me if your child wants to get after some pull-ups and needs a pull-up bar to do so. Okay, that was fun. What ounce uh, what on rituals? We've covered before school rituals, so those morning rituals. We've talked about class break movement rituals. So let's take a minute to talk about the end of the school day rituals. The main ritual with this one should be getting out of the sacred study space. In the same way our students need to show up, they also need to leave. But maybe uh, before leaving, one ritual could be cleaning up the space. Cleaning up the sacred study space so that it's all ready for the next day. Other ideas. Maybe reviewing the calendar to see what tomorrow looks like. That could be another ritual. Good idea. And when I was prepping for this part, I got really excited about sharing this one. I really like the idea of flipping a sign at the end of the school day. Like, you know, one of those, um, uh, either like do not disturb or classes in session signs that just kind of hang there or the old school two-sided open and closed signs. I actually have one of those in my office and it's only for me. It, It doesn't really serve a real purpose outside of being one of my closing ceremony rituals, because no one's really coming into the office currently. But I have it because I like the ritual of flipping the sign at the end of the day. And then I'll set that little um, return clock on the closed side. I don't know if you can picture that. Maybe you can, maybe you can't. But I wanted to share that with you. I really like the tactile and visual nature of using and flipping that sign to cue my brain that we are done with work for the day. And in the morning, to cue my brain, we have arrived at work today. This opening ceremony, this ritual, gives me that, the the, let's do this energy. Spending more of your money, price check. The the sign was like $7 on Amazon. $7 isn't anything to sneeze at. Throwing out ideas. But hey, you know what? Yeah, let's keep the giving going. If your child would like one of those, those, those open and close signs, and money's tight, I'll, I'll buy the sign. But not the sign and the pull-up bar. And as I, as I think about this, this could, this could be a, a good thing because I think the pull-up bar is is more expensive than the sign. If you listen to this podcast on a regular basis, you may be like, what, what's going on with the... The Offering to buy things I think the whole um, I'll buy it thing Is a result of telling a lot of youth recently And to be honest, throughout the years To get their cell phones out of their bedrooms Let me explain So I try to encourage it Talk about the benefits of getting the cell phones out of the bedrooms Once I do this, about 90% of the time The youth will tell me that they can't I then will ask why, and they in turn will respond with, well, I use my phone for my alarm. And then I will immediately, and I mean immediate, I will immediately state that I will buy them an alarm clock. Like eight bucks, I've been offering to buy a lot of alarm clocks recently. So I think maybe that's where this, this, uh, uh, this is coming from. I have an offering to buy a lot of alarm clocks recently. The school has started. It's not like I've, I've recently come into a, a, a lot of money. All right, back to it. So most of these rituals I'm talking about can be described as starting rituals. Let me explain that a bit. Starting rituals are little things that you can do before a more difficult or undesirable task. Why this is a thing, why it's helpful, is because it becomes easier to enter into the difficult routine or ritual when it's attached to, preceded by, something more desirable. I mentioned movement and meditation earlier. These are great starting rituals. Other ideas. Our youth can use a, a specific mantra. A particular tea or drink can be a solid starting ritual. And as I say with all this stuff, get creative. Have your child use their creativity to, to, to create a starting ritual. The more creative, the more unique, the better. To Share one of mine, more strange ones. I have a baseball cap with an E on it. And I wear it backwards when I'm doing email. And only when I'm doing email. I don't like doing emails. So I need all the help I can get. All right, what what else could be helpful on on the starting rituals? Mel Robbins. Mel Robbins. uh, She wrote a best-selling book about basically a starting ritual. It's called The Five-Second Rule. It's a good book. The main thing the book talks about, the main approach that it talks about is when you think about doing something that you should do, what you do is you count down from five and just start whatever you're avoiding when you hit zero. It's a good book. And that starting ritual works. And yes, there's more to the book than, and just that she talks a lot about the science of, of starting rituals and, and task initiation and how the, the five second rule can create a bias towards action, which is really helpful in getting things done, being successful, being happy. And as I like to do, all this talk about rituals, these rituals I'm talking about are research backed. To share a bit, recent research from Harvard professors Michael Norton and Francisca Gino show that these rituals are beneficial and that they positively impact performance and improve confidence. So, yeah, these rituals work. Introduce the idea. The suggestions to your child and let them use choice and creativity to find rituals that work for them. And as I shared in a previous episode, if your child doesn't like the word ritual, if that doesn't connect, they don't have to use that word. You can say routines, habits, systems, whatever word they like. Personally, I tend to like the terms ritual and systems to be honest, because they sound cool and important. And also, for so many youth, hearing the word routines and especially habits can cause their eyes to roll into the back of their heads. All right, closing with a few quotes to hopefully get the point across on the importance of rituals or whatever you wish to call them. First quote, and this one hangs in my office, from John Maxwell. You'll never change your life until you change something you do daily. The secret of your success is found in your daily routine. End of quote. And finally, from Mariel Hemingway, A daily ritual is a way of saying, I'm voting for myself. I'm taking care of myself. End of quote. I hope that was helpful. And yeah, a little gratitude to close this part. Thank you all. So many of you have chose to make listening to this podcast a ritual in your life. And that is so beyond crazy to me. And I can't thank you all enough. But thank you. In addition to that gratitude, I hope you choose to listen to the final two parts of this series. Up next is part five entitled E Eliminate Distractions. Thank you for listening. If you found this podcast useful, please subscribe, rate, review, and share with a friend. If you would like to find more information about this podcast or my upcoming presentations, please check out my website perspective for parents.com spelled out that's perspective the number for parents.com thanks again